Okay. This is the kitzer of this Maimer on Dafayin test. Dalterev explains why it uses the phrase Viamarta twice, that it's to indicate that it is both for the immediate use as well as for all times in the future, that it should be brought close and should be done. That is, before Hashem created the world, there was only Hashem in his name. That is the light that is included within the source of light, the or color in the Ma'or. And after it was created, there was the expression of the light, his pastures or. And this is, of course, a great collapse for the or. And it is intended for the ultimate elevation that the yesh become bottle to the ayin. And then we talked about the Livyasan, which was created for Hashem's, quote, entertainment. The Sachek, and this is the idea of the songs of the Malach. Then we talked about the Bitala Yesh is primarily in the Maisar Karbonais. That's where you take the big animal and you turn it back into you expose its innate nothingness. And that's why there is song associated with Karbonais and similarly in Davening. And that's why in Davening we first have the Psuke de Zimra, the verses of song Shirasayam, again to draw down this level uh, that is ordinarily associated with the Srafim. And he space, al continues and says that the concept that we bring the sheep together with the Tamid, even though the origin is on the Markova, which is an ox. So why a sheep? Uh, because the Keves has the characteristic of having this compassionate voice, the Kol Rachamim. It also has wool that pierces through the skin, which is a marshal for the hair of the head that comes out as white as snow. And like we are told that even if we are as sinful that we turn red, Hashem will transform us into white. And this is what is indicated with the idea of the olas tamid, the constant, the daily ola. And olas is the letters for tolea, which is a description in the Sefer Yeshayo of Yaakov as being the worm of Yaakov. Now the flesh and the sinews and the bones of the tamid are oila, all of them. The atzmais are drawn down from the mayach. This is the level of Chabad. And the flesh is drawn down from the heart, the blood that's in the heart. And this is the mishkan of the dwelling place, the primary residence of the midas. And the sinews are that which attach the chachma with the midas. And this is the atzmis with the flesh. And all of this is subsumed in the oila. And Ois Gimel explains that the same is true in davening, that our hismaininess and our contemplation how all is naught before Hashem, like the Ola that's completely burnt. This is the level of Atzmas, from whence it draws down the level of the sinews into the flesh to transform the Midas into the nef- of the Nefesh Bahamas. The sprinkling of the blood is the intense love. And then, as the Pasuk says in Shema, and these words should be upon you that I command you to this day. This is a reference to the burning of the fats, which is the pursuit of material pleasures, because it is Hashem's instructions that should bring joyousness to our heart. Now is the time that we should be doing the mitzvahs and elevating. And Isdalid, what is explains what is the method through which we bring to the revelation of the Nefeshalikis, the Yahafta, the is through the characteristic of Rahmanis. And the Rahmanis is like the sheep before it is sheared, it is quiet. And through this, you have the sheep, although it is barren, akara, like Rachel Imenu. And therefore, we have to be Ma'ira Rachami, which is from the level of Yaakov, that it should be drawn down through the characteristic of Moshe, which is the intellectual understanding that connects the academic with the experiential. From whence we have the formulation, the creation of Rachmanus. And this is what it means that the Keves is made Ta'asa Mamish, 
And this is also the idea that the, of the second keves, that it should be brought as a mitzvah of all of the Jewish people. And this brings the reich nechayach of the karbonis. And the author ever concludes in Eishchas that we can additionally add regarding this idea of the keves, of the lamb. And even though the ox has a far greater kayach, which alludes to the greater strength, nevertheless, the keves has the wool in its skin, which alludes to the characteristic of the tzaddik, and the level of the tzaddik that has to be continuous. And that's why the keves is also from the phrase for the one who conquers the world, to draw down this level from the depth, that which is ordinarily hidden, that it should be pronounced and declared like the idea of the skin that is like the rakia that makes it identifiable to us. This is Arya Sitrin, and we are learning the Mimer Kodesh Yisrael Hashem Reishis Tuosoy, and that is on page Ayantes 79, side 2 of Parshas Pinchas. The Pasuk says, and it's Laftar for Parshas Pinchas, Kodesh Yisrael Hashem Reishis Tuosoy, the Jewish people are holy to Hashem, the first of his grain. Kol Oich Shamu, all those that consume it will be found guilty. Now, the Pasuk, even though it's pronounced Reishis Tvuasoi with a Vav sound, it's written with a He, which makes it sound like we are the Tvua of Hashem. Tvuas Hashem. What does it mean to be the Tvua of Hashem, the grain of Hashem? What else is the grain of Hashem that grows that the Jewish people are called the racious of that grain. We are the first of his grain. That means there is something else, and we are the first. What is that exactly? So the Pasuk says, that Hashem creates holy ones. We say it in davening every morning. Hashem creates assistance. That assist. What is the difference between Yotzer Meshorsim and Asher Meshorsim? Asher Meshorsov, that assist, is referring to the angels, the malachim, that always existed. And they serve Hashem. Yotzim Meshorsim is the angels, the malachim, that Hashem creates every day to say shira to him. Like it says in Mendrash Echa, on the Pasuk Chadoshim Labekorim. Something new every morning. Hashem recreates these malachim every morning. When they say their shira, they sing to Hashem, they become nullified to Him to the extent that they go back to their source and go back to a state of potential and not to exist actually. This is also the meaning of the Apostle, that the earth should be filled with foliage. Haaretz, with a hay, is referring to the Eretz al Yoyna, the supernal ground. Now, just like the physical land, has a koyach a power to grow things that is within it. Every day things grow. So too the supernal land also has the power of growth. And Hashem creates from that supernal level of Eretz, which we call the level of Malchus, from yesh me'ayin, from something to nothing. This is how the malachim are created every day with this power of growth, yesh me'ayin, that is in the Eretz Yona in Malchus. They are created, they say Shira, and they go back into their source, and they are the Desha that the Pasuk is referring to, the foliage that comes out of the Eretz Yona of the supernal earth every day. 
This is why we say on Erev Shabbos, Havu Hashem b'nei elim. Prepare yourselves for Hashem, sons of the mighty ones. These are referring to the Malachim that are usually called b'nei elikim. The difference between b'nei elikim and b'nei elim is, b'nei elikim is referring to the Malachim that are created in the six days of creation. B'nei elim are the Malachim that we just described that are created every day from the final hay of Hashem which is also called Chachmatata, the lower aspect of Hashem's wisdom, and also known as Malchus of Atzimus. Why are they called Elam? Because that word also means Koyach, strength. Like it says, and Sefer Shoftim, he took the mighty ones of the land. B'nai Elam is referring to the angels of Asiya. And it's through these angels that the Hashpa, that all of the sustenance comes to this physical world, like it says in the Medrash, there is no grass in this world that does not have a mazel, does not have a, a power, meaning it's an angelic power that gives it life. So they are the koyach, they are the strength and the power and the vitality of this physical world. That's why they're called elim, the power. Now, when a person eats the food that is created from those grasses, Right, all the vegetables and the fruits, which of course come from uh, the power that comes through the malachim, like we said. So the person elevates it by eating it in a pure way, davening with that strength from the depths of his heart. This elevates the malach that gave life to this food so that it should be included in its source. Another meaning to the word b'nei elin is that it's missing a hay. The Pasuk says, who is like you amongst the mighty ones? And the Gemara says that this means, who is like you, Hashem, among the mute ones? Meaning to say that Hashem sees all the desecration of Hashem's name that happens, yet he is mute and he does not always punish right away. The concept of Ilmim is similar to the Pasuk of like a sheep that is silent before it is shorn. It's referring to a time that the revelation of Hashem is not, is not revealed in the worlds of Bria and Asiya. And the reason for that is because the level, the gap between the level of Asiya and Atzilus is too great. And therefore the revelation in this world is like an ilim, is like a mute, a, a level of muteness compared to the source of Hashem's speech. That's why these angels who are in the world of Asiya where the Dvar Hashem cannot be revealed, they are called B'nai Elim. You can also write Elim without a Yud. So it's basically the same letters as Ele Kim minus the Yud and the He. The Yud and the He are referring to speech. Without that, all you're left with is Hevel, just the breath. When a person breathes, there's no Chachma revealed within that breath. Not so when a person speaks, the Chachma is invested in his speech and the intellect. This is the difference between the malachim that are called b'nei elikim, which come from Hashem's words, the words containing within them the chachma and bina, which is the yud of elikim, whereas the b'nei elim, those are the malachim that do not have a revelation of the yud and the hay within them. And of course they get their life force, but in a manner that is comparable to hevel, to the breath of Hashem, without the revelation of the actual speech. This is also the Pasuk, Ne'alamta dumya hechashesi. 
I was like a mute person and I was silent. The word for dumya is doim yud k. That means the yud and the hey Hashem's chachma and bina is silent. This is the opposite of what it says about Avram, that he had the mila. Mila is mal yud k. Mal is revelation. And that's referring to the fact that the chachma and the bina became revealed within Avraham at the time of his mila. And this is the opposite of chashmal. Chashmal is a certain level of klipa, of unholiness, and that is a silencing of the mal, of the revelation. So this is all explaining that these malachim cannot go up and be included in the chachma ilah, in the level of Hashem's higher level of chachma, because their source is from chachma tata, the lower level of chachma, and they don't have a revelation of Hashem's yud and hey within them. And the only way they can go up to Chachma Ilah is through the Jewish people, because we come from that very level of Chachma Ilah. Like it says in the Zoyar that Yenasi, my beloved one, Kumilach Rayasi, come up to your beloved one. So we have the connection to Hashem that is deeper than these Malachim, and therefore we are able to elevate them to a similar level. And this is why we say, Havu Hashem b'ne'elem. Havu means prepare yourselves. Meaning to say we are telling these malachim, who are the malachim of Asiya, this world, this physical world that we're in, they're the ones that give the highest, the energy to this world. We're saying prepare yourselves to go back to your source. Yudke Vavke himself, Hashem himself. Now during the six days, it says, Sheshes Yom that we work during the six days. And Hashem, so to speak, also works. He creates these malachim in a manner of yesh me'ayim. On the seventh day is a time of rest. What does that mean? That means that everything that Hashem created at that time goes back to its source and gets an extra divine revelation. And they all become included within the very essence of Hashem. That's the meaning of the Pasuk, Vayechal Eloikim Bayoim Hashvi, meaning to say that the level of Eloikim which means concealment, that finishes on the seventh day, and the revelation of Yud Kevavke takes place. That's why we tell them Allah, who come from Elikim, although we said they don't even have the Yud Kevavke, but nevertheless, in their source, they come from Elikim. We say, Havu lahavaya prepare yourselves to be included in the name of Yud Kevavke, that is revealed on Shamas. This is why it says, Bow to Hashem in the awe of holiness. And this is referring to being included in the realm of Atsilas. That all of the uh, lower realms, Bri, and Asiya, are elevated into Atsilas. This is why it says, Koil Hashem Alamayim, Koil Hashem, seven times in chapter 29 that we say on um, Kabbalah Shabbos as we enter Shabbos. Because this is referring to the various revelations of Yudke Vavke, the seven Midas that we speak about in Hasidus. This is also why the whole idea of Kabbalah Shabbos talks about Yudke Vavke, Lachun Ranadel Havaya, Shiru Havaya, etc. We say this on Kabbalah Shabbos as Shabbos comes in because we are preparing the world to receive this revelation. 
This is also the meaning of Godel Havaya, Noyerhu al Kalashim, al Kalakim. Hashem is great and very praised. He's more awesome than than Elikim. And this is referring to the levels, the 120 different ways of putting the letters of Elikim together. Hashem's revelation, Yudke Vavke, is greater than all of those ways. This elevation that happens to the world on Shabbos is accomplished through the Jewish people. Why? Because we are the pnimius of the Olimas. We're the internal aspect of the worlds. What does that mean? All of the other aspects of the world are not created for themselves. Their purpose in creation is so that eventually the Jewish people should be created within this physical world. This is also the purpose of our serving Hashem and davening every day in order to nullify ourselves and the entire world in the name of Havaya that creates it all the time and bring this revelation to this physical world through Torah and Mitzvah, which represents the concept of Yehuda Ilah and Yehuda Tata, that this revelation should happen from the highest level, level until the lowest level. And this, the fact that this revelation can happen from the highest and lowest level is a revelation of Yudke Vavke. This is the concept that is expressed in Shir Shirim. Yonosi b'chag ve'hasela. My beloved one is in the cleft of the rock. Hashmieni es make your voice be heard. Meaning to say when we are in the level of the cleft of the rock, b'seser madrega, the lowest level, that's the exact level of ne'lamta dumia. I am silent. It's called a yonas ilam, a dove that is silent. The revelation of Havaya is lacking. Even the Yudke Kim is lacking. However, through Torah and Mitzvahs, which is the concept of Hashmiyeni, we bring the Yudke Vavke of Havaya and of Kim into this world so that we should no longer be on a state of Elaine. In the second Oist, Alter Rebbe continues to explain, to understand how is it that this Aliyah that we're speaking about, the, the elevation of this world into Yudke Vavke that happens especially on Friday night, but to a certain extent every day through davening. How does this happen through Torah and Mitzvahs? So we have to understand first by understanding what Chazal say, Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam, that learning Torah corresponds to all the Mitzvahs. It's greater than all of the Mitzvahs even greater than Iyun Tfila, which is mentioned earlier in that same Mishnah. Nevertheless, before davening, we know it's forbidden to eat. Whereas before learning, it's permissible to eat. What's the reason for the difference? Even though learning is considered a higher level than davening. The concept is that man is like a small world, a microcosm of the world. Just like in this physical world, we have day and night. And during the day, the light shines. And when there is no light, it's a time of darkness physically. So too by a person, spiritually, there's the concept of light and darkness. The Pasuk says, Even if I sit in the darkness, Hashem is a light to me. Even in this physical world, where there seems to be a lack of divine revelation, Hashem shines to the Jewish people. When the neshama's light and energy is revealed within the person, then he is in a state of day. Whereas when his neshama is removed and not felt within him, so then he's in a state of spiritual night and darkness. 
Now, during the actual night, we sleep. And when we're asleep, our neshama leaves us. When we wake up from our sleep, the power of the neshama comes back. However, it remains in our nostrils. What does that mean? That means that the power of our neshama, the power of Hashem's revelation, which is within our neshama, is not revealed into the coarse and egotistical body to be felt within it in a deep way. Hashem gives us our neshama back so we should exist, we shouldn't chas v'shalom expire. So Hashem gives us our neshama back every day, like it says in the Pasuk, Chadashim Labakaram, Rabba Munasech, Hashem's faithfulness is great, and He renews us every morning. Like it says in Machadish Choyim Hashem gives creation from new every day. The word Bereshis means Barasa Yesh, Hashem creates the Yeshis of this world, the existence of this world, the very existence. Nevertheless, because the energy of our body has become coarse, very much so, not having had our neshama throughout the night, therefore it's not able to accept the full revelation of our neshama, only a small glimmer of it, and that glimmer remains in the nostrils, meaning to say that the neshama is not revealed in our hearts and in our bodies, in our emotions and our feelings, because of the coarseness of the body because we haven't davened yet. When we daven, we nullify our desire to Hashem's desire, and the desire we know is the source of all the midois, of all the emotions. It is the energy and the very power, the kiyom, is what gives existence to those emotions. So when we have Messias Nefesh, and we give our, our desire to Hashem, that includes not just the, the emotions, which are in the heart, but the dam, the blood, is the nefesh. So when we give our nefesh to Hashem, we're basically giving everything of ourselves to Hashem. When we do that, then the neshama comes into the person and is integrated. The level of yudke vavke that's in, in the neshama is then revealed throughout the body. Not so before davening, when the neshama is only in the nostrils, meaning to say, we have an awareness of Hashem in our minds, in our intellect, we admit the truth of Hashem, but we don't feel it yet. That's why it's in the nostrils, which is in the head near the brain. This is also the meaning of the Pasuk Hashem's sanctification has to reach into the Jewish people, meaning to say that the holiness should reach the person's heart. And al speaks about this in another mimer where he talks about bowing until a coin can be seen opposite the heart. The word Isser also means to be bound up. So the heart should be bound up and connected to Hashem. Going back to what we were saying, that the neshama is in the body. So the Pasuk says, Leave the person whose neshama is in his nostrils. Because what is he worth? And the Gemara says, I'll take you by bama. This should be read not as Bameh, what, but rather Bama, like a Mizbeach outside the base of a high place, the concept of ego. Chidlu Lechem means separate yourselves from such a person whose neshama is only in his nostrils. It was not yet able to spread out in the rest of the body because he didn't daven yet. Because at that time he's like a Bama. A Bama is a Mizbeach outside of the base of represents ego outside of Hashem, a feeling of self-importance. So the, the corporality, the physicality 
of the body is so great that it's not nullified to the light of Hashem, which is neshama at all. And that's why it's forbidden to eat before davening. This is, by the way, why it's specific to davening more so than learning. Because davening is what spreads the neshama's revelation throughout the body. And only then are we able to eat in such a way that we can elevate the food rather than have the food bring us down spiritually. This is why it's forbidden to eat before davening, like the sages say, do not eat on the blood. Chazal say that means, do not eat before you daven for your blood. Meaning to say that if you eat at that time, you're giving extra power to the side of the bad blood, meaning to say the negative side, the sitra achra, to have extra strength. And then even if we daven later, but because we've been brought down by that eating, the power of Ranashama will not be able to fully shine. That's why before davening we say the Birchas HaShachar. For example, we say the Bracha on Mal Bisharumim, that the Hashem clothes the naked. Mater Asurim, Hashem allows those that are bound to be, to become unbound. HaMechen Metzadei Gover, Hashem prepares the steps of man. Because by a person, the concept of Adama Le'elyoin, that we are similar to Hashem, all of our power, even putting on a garment, putting on shoes, is all from the level of Havaya, Yud Kei There's nothing outside of Hashem. Now, even though all these brachas are only Durabon, nevertheless, we say them before Kriyashma, which is the Oiraisa, which is the Torah level, which is the true revelation, of Yud Kei that there's nothing else besides him, above and below, like we're going to explain. Nevertheless, by thinking about this beforehand, when we say the brachas, that all of these powers come from Hashem, we can then reach this level of Kriyashma properly. We say in the brachas, Baruch at Hashem Aleikim. Baruch is like a brecha, like a pool of water. And it means that we draw down the infinite light of Hashem, that is previously concealed so that it should be revealed within the Jewish people and within the source of the Jewish people, which is the level of Malchus. That's why we say, Baruch Atta, that the level of Avaya should be drawn down to a level of Atta that we should be able to relate to Hashem in a manner of second person, as if we're actually talking to Hashem. So that it should be we should have a full feeling of nullification to Hashem, true nullification. Like it says, I Hashem have not changed. We feel like we exist, like physicality exists. But in truth, all of this stuff is nothing compared to Hashem. And then we say, Hashem And the word Eloikeinu, like we said before, means our strength. We say Havaya is Eloikeinu. Havaya is our strength. All of our physical strength in our body, which we think is just natural, the Jewish people receive it from Hashem, from Yudke Vavke, which is beyond the world. Pari said, I don't know Havaya. All he could relate to is Shem Elikim, the level of Hashem within nature. And he said, Ozav Hashem Esa'aretz. Hashem left Yudke Vavke, left the world. There is no revelation of Hashem that's beyond nature in this world. Of course, he recognized that there is a Lekim, but because his connection was only to Lekim, which is a more concealed level, therefore they consider their own strength to be significant. 
and the life in the world to also have its sense of separation, something a little bit outside of Hashem. They recognize Hashem as the source of all strengths, Lakoda Lakaya. They recognize that ultimately it all comes from Hashem, but because it comes through the various angels, so they feel like they have some sense of independence. That's why they say, Who does not fear you? Because amongst all of the nations, who is like you? What does that mean? That means they say, who is like you? But they say that he is rum. They say he is removed from us. He only gives us through the angels. And therefore, they have this sense of distance from Hashem. And that's why they say, who is like you? But they, it means that they're on a lower level. They can't compare themselves to Hashem. But they do have a sense of separate existence. So that's why their koyach and their chayas is in a manner that makes them feel like a yesh or a nifrit b'chayatzmai, something separate. The Jewish people are not like that. It says about us, we are a part of Yudke Vavke. The neshamas of the Jewish people come from the very essence of Hashem. And therefore, for us, Havaya is Elekeinu. Hashem is our strength and our life force without any intermediary whatsoever. And therefore, it is appropriate that we should nullify our will completely to Hashem's will. Like it says, nullify your will to Hashem's will. And we also say, Who is for me in heaven? And with you, I have no other desire in the earth. What that means is when I feel like I'm with you, when I feel that Hashem is Hashem is my life, my life force, then I have no desire in Eretz, in anything physical, in Arceus, in matters of this world. I have no desire, no yearning for them at all. And this is the meaning of Shema Yisrael. Shema means understand that Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echad, meaning to say just like we understand in truth that Hashem is Aleikeinu, that all of our life and all of our power is from Havaya Baruch Hu. When we understand this, we will realize that Hashem is Echad. There's nothing outside of Hashem because all of the power is completely nullified within its source. This is why we say, The Jewish people who is like them, we are saved by Yudke Vavke. This is what Chazal say, Whoever says Echad long will have a long life. What does it mean that he says it long? That means he thinks about at length how Havaya is a king, so that he recognizes that Hashem is the Echad Ha'amiti. Hashem is the only true existence. Because everything, all the power in this world comes from him. Then Marich Leyam Mushnaisa, he gets a long life. This is also the meaning of the Pasukar of Hashem, the whole Kaira of Hashem is close to all of those that call him. When we call Hashem, that he should not be distant from us, but he should be felt within us in a way of a Lekenu, as is the truth, then he's very close. And we can feel the love for Hashem in our hearts because we've nullified all of our own desires and we only have a desire for Hashem then we can daven properly. And as a result of this, Hashem does the will of those that fear him and he hears their outcry. And in the next 
peace, the Alter Rebbe explains what it means to be called in truth, that Hashem calls us in truth. That is Ois Aleph and Beis of the Maimar Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. Thank you.